Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Teen Catalyst Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping teens fulfill their God-given talent and be their God-given potential and become men and women of impact by using their talents, their gifts, their skills, their abilities, and the things they love doing to create massive impact on the world. Kind of butchered that opening line this time. You'd think after as many episodes as I've done, I would have that down pat, but little tweaks here and there, and you know how it goes. You stumble over your words. Guys, this is episode 148. Next Wednesday, we're going to hit 100 episode 150, and I'm stumbling over my words like crazy. Who'd have thunk it? There's a lot, a lot of crap going on in the world today. Between the coronavirus and school shutting down and you can't go out with your friends and got to wear a mask and you got to might have to get the jab and and all kinds of stuff that is causing so much stress and anxiety and stealing your happiness today my happiness it's so hard to stay happy when you can't live life as normal when things just aren't right it's so difficult to stay happy. And that's what I want to address today is ways that we can stay happy, how to be more happy. But first, before we get into that, I want to share a little video with you from YouTube. And this is the first time I've done this screen share here. So we're going to see how this works. I'm going to go full screen on that. So for those of you who did not catch the video, who are not on the video, for those of you listening to the podcast, what's going on here is this group of kids is passing the basketball around. There's half of them dressed in white, half of them dressed in black. And you're supposed to count how many times the kids in white pass the basketball back and forth. And in the middle of all the chaos, a person dressed as a gorilla walks through, stops in the middle, and waves and then continues on through. And this is a video used in psychology classes to to test people's mindfulness, to test people's awareness of the situations, to see if people are truly aware of what's going on, if they're able to gauge a room and and keep up with the details and and what all registers in their mind. And so many people miss the gorilla completely. Like they don't even see the gorilla walking through the room because they're focused on one thing. And that's how our minds work is when we're so focused on something, we miss everything else that's going on. We miss the important things. And that's what I want to bring into the happiness discussion is how to be more aware, to be more mindful, how to use mindfulness to increase our happiness. Get happy with mindfulness. You might have heard of mindfulness before and just thought it was kind of woo-woo or about being calm and helping you to deal with stress. But did you know that mindfulness can actually help you lift your mood and become a happier person more of the time? It's easy to get stuck in a negative mindset and stay focused on the things that don't work in your life. Your self-talk becomes all about your weaknesses or your failures and negativity becomes your habitual way of thinking. Mindfulness 
can help you turn that around and get into a more positive thought pattern. As a bonus, mindfulness also has positive health benefits by reducing your stress and enhancing your resilience and mental capacity. We're going to talk about three ways that mindfulness can help you out of the negative spiral and into a happier state of mind. Number one is you have to stay in the now, stay present. Practicing mindfulness helps you refocus your attention on the here and now instead of, you know, that anxious fast forwarding to your future problem, brooding over past mistakes. Mindfulness slows you down and reconnects you to what's happening in the moment. You can notice and appreciate the good things that are in your life right here and now. Being mindful also helps you stop being reactive and instead helps you to be more thoughtful in how you respond to people and situations. It helps you to be more connected. Mindfulness brings you a deeper connection with yourself and with others. It gives you time and mental space to work out what matters to you and what are your beliefs and values. You learn that happiness lies in knowing yourself and being comfortable with who you are. And when you are your authentic self, when you're truly and fully you and not trying to be what someone else expects you to be, we just had an episode about that recently about not trying to live up to others' expectations. But when you are your true authentic self, you can connect honestly, openly, and straightforward with other people. Relationships become more profound and heartfelt. And last of all, mindfulness can enhance your contentment and gratitude. One of the beautiful effects of mindfulness is a release from the treadmill of consumerism. You know, always got to have more, always have to have more things. It helps you to stop investing in external things or stop expecting something else to bring you happiness, like money, like other people's approval, worldly success, and, you know, the latest car or the latest phone or whatever that is, the latest possessions they no longer control your self-worth and your value and your happiness. Mindfulness focuses your attention on what you can control. Living an authentic life, attuned and aligned with your values, encourages and supports your inner well-being. Your happiness becomes self-sufficient. You get to decide to be happy or not. Cultivating mindfulness can open your mind to feelings of gratitude for where you are and what you have right now. You are enough. You know, people say you are enough, but it's not just a slogan. It's an affirmation that you can be your best you and live the life that you want to live. And that's the end of the slides that I was going through. I had that all written out so people on the live stream could kind of see what we were going through. And a lot of people, they they tend to... Um, they tend to receive information better when they can read it. And so I often go through slides on the live stream to help with that. People that are watching along can actually see what I'm saying and it, it just helps things click a little bit better. But one of the things that he, that are said about mindfulness is, you know, you get to choose your thoughts and your feelings. And so many people think that in order to be happy, I can't have negative thoughts or I can't feel bad about what other people said to me or any of those things. But that's not the truth about being happy. The truth is receive those thoughts, receive those feelings, receive what comes in, think about it, and then reframe it. You get to choose how it makes you feel. Like, you know, in the moment it cuts, it hurts, it it makes you angry and that's okay. 
It's okay to feel that. It's okay to allow that to wash over you, but you can let it, or you can make so it doesn't control you. You can change that, like receive the hurt. Like, yes, that hurt what that person said about me, but they are probably acting out of their own hurt and anger. The things they're saying to me and about me are probably not about me. It's more about how they feel about themselves. If you can reframe those things, if you take charge over your thoughts and feelings and and choose what affects your happiness, you can be happy no matter what your circumstances are. So I hope that serves you. I hope you get you can use what we talked about today in order to help your own happiness, you know, just become a little bit better. Just a little a little more happy, more consistently more of the time. I think you know the world needs more happiness. A, a lot of it has been sucked out of life recently, you know, the last couple of years by events that have happened that have been going on worldwide and and it's it's created a I mean, I guess another pandemic of unhappy, unfulfilled out people that are not living the life they want to live, that aren't living life to their full capacity. And that is what we're all about here at the Teen Catalyst Podcast, is helping teens live life to their full capacity, to reach their full God-given potential. If that sounds good to you, reach out to me. Like, what, what is it that you're struggling with right now? What's holding you back from reaching your full potential? Let's have that conversation. Reach out to me, Ken at teencatalyst.com, and and I'll I'll we'll jump on a call together and see if we can't work you through that. All right. I've I've got five spots opened every Wednesday. So if you have something you want to work through, or it's like you just can't quite figure out what's holding you back, like there's this thing that I want. You know, I'm I'm in school. I know I'm really good at math and I just, I'm having a blockage right now and I can't figure this out. Oftentimes, you know, you can talk through those things with somebody. That's what a coach does. That's what a coach is for. That's what I'm here for. In the last episode, I talked about mentorship. That was the first key to winning at life from Donovan Dreher is to find somebody who can mentor you, somebody who's been there and done that. And that's what I help teens with. So don't be afraid to reach out. Send me an email. Ask your questions. Let's let's chat. Let's help you live the life you wanted to live. Let's help you to create an awesome, amazing life and fulfill your God-given potential. That's it, guys. That's all I've got today. Come back here every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Central Time for another live training just like this. We've got Lots of great stuff coming your way this year. And we are bringing the podcast back to three days a week. We've been at uh, one day a week for a couple of months now, but we're going back to three days a week. We're going to see how that works and hope to see you back on more of these live trainings. Do good work. <laughs>